This is The Space Shot, episode 117 for September 8th, 2017. The Man Trap. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. I can't believe I forgot to mention this yesterday, and as a Trekkie, I'm ashamed I forgot. I hadn't looked at my episode calendar when I was finishing last night's episode, so I forgot to mention that today was one of the most important dates in pop culture history. And I apologize for Mr. Tim, he's mad at me too. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. 51 years ago today, on September 8th, 1966, the first episode of Star Trek aired on NBC. The Man Trap, as it was titled, wasn't the first Star Trek episode to be produced, but it was the first to be aired, which meant that there were some continuity problems with the show. The second pilot of Star Trek, and that's a story for another time, was titled Where No Man Has Gone Before, and that episode aired on September 22nd, two weeks after The Man Trap aired on television. The first episode of Star Trek to air on television saw the crew of the Enterprise confront a shape-shifting alien that needed salt to survive. It would attack its victims and literally suck all of the salt out of their bodies. The shapeshifter could also project its appearance to individuals, making them see exactly what they wanted. I'm linking to this episode of Star Trek in the show notes, so if you've got a streaming service that offers this episode, check it out. The original series had some spectacular moments, and it also had some less than stellar ones. Now that we're into the part of the year where TV shows have traditionally aired, I'm going to have some more pop culture content, everything from Battlestar Galactica to Star Trek. Since we're doing top 10 lists this month, here are my 10 favorite original series episodes. Number 10, The Tholian Web. Number 9, The Menagerie Parts 1 and 2. Number 8, Journey to Babel. Number 7, The Enterprise Incident. Number 6, The Doomsday Machine. Number 5, Where No Man Has Gone Before. Number 4, Mirror Mirror. Number 3, The Balance of Terror. Number 2, The City on the Edge of Forever. And number 1, Space Seed. The original series did have some other great episodes that I'll talk about in the future, so don't worry if you didn't hear your favorite episode listed in this top 10. Shoot me your top 10 list of favorite episodes if you're interested in chatting online. Now for the Cassini Countdown, number 7. In 2013, some of the first measurements of the depths of one of Titan's seas were made. Radar measurements showed that Lygia Mare, which is Titan's second largest sea, is in the neighborhood of about 560 feet deep. The radar waves from Cassini were able to determine the depth of this sea because the liquid that flows there isn't water. It's actually a sea that's filled primarily with methane, which isn't reflective to radar like water. Right now, scientists believe that these methane lakes on Titan may be on top of a large hydrocarbon aquifer underneath the surface of that moon. 
I'm linking to an article on Titan Seas in the show notes, so be sure to check it out. Before I go, I have two missions that launched today and one that landed that I want to mention. The first is Surveyor 5, which launched on September 8, 1967. Surveyor 5 was a mission that was launched to the moon in support of the Apollo landings that were due to start just a few years after Surveyor 5 visited the moon. The last launch I want to talk about today is the space shuttle Atlantis lifting off on an International Space Station assembly mission on this day in the year 2000. STS-106 was flown by Atlantis and delivered supplies and components to the then unoccupied station. In the coming days, I'll talk a little bit more about the STS-106 mission. Lastly, the Genesis spacecraft landed today in 2004 after a mission to gather solar wind samples. Unfortunately, the sample return capsule impacted the surface of the Utah desert after its parachute failed. While many of the samples were damaged, the Genesis team was still able to get useful information from the samples that were returned. These samples gave clues to the composition of the solar nebula that existed at the time the planets in our solar system were forming. Check out the show notes for more information on today's episode and be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. Let me know what you think of the show by leaving a rating in iTunes. It takes just a minute and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. I'd also appreciate if you could share the space shot with your friends and family and anyone else that enjoys podcasts. Tomorrow, we've got a bunch of rocket launches from Atlantis and Discovery to Conestoga 1. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Warp one, Mr. Sulu. Warp one, sir. Leaving Gordon.